Hi, we're Harder Brunch. We're Harder Brunch. And we're super excited to tell you about our adult summer camp this August 25th, 26th, and 27th. Wow. We're going to be doing a full three-day festival, and we want you to be a part of it. Let's go. It's going to be amazing. We got all your favorite comedians. We got headliners Brent Terhune and Gwen Sunkel on board. Okay. We're going to have musical acts by Clint Breeze, House of Wolves, The Tubbles. Dang. And all weekend is going to be all-inclusive. Wait, all-inclusive? That's right. One ticket price, all weekend long, gets you into everything. We're going to be bringing back all of the favorite summer camp activities you remember as a kid. We're going to be doing swimming, archery, handicrafts, canoes. Wow. All weekend long, all-inclusive. That's not even financially smart. Well, that's what we're doing. Get your tickets today at eventbrite.com, and we'll see you there. I guess we'll see you there. Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels, and with me as always, my co-host, Thaddeus J. McKee. Slappy pappy wank wank. On the ones and twos, the wheels of steel, a very special guest producer uh, who also set this whole thing up uh, all the way from Atlanta, Georgia, Trent uh, Ludzak. Perfect. You got it. Hey, uh, nailed hey, it. Nice. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for uh, letting us use your beautiful studio and, and accommodating all of this craziness. Uh, we always like to put out an episode every Sunday, and this is our first away game where we didn't bring any equipment or anything. We just showed up, and, and uh, you've been super great, gracious, so thank you so much for, for having us. Absolutely, man. That's why I set it all up for stuff like this. So It's super fun. I, I, I love seeing other people's, like, uh, road, like, other people's setups. I love seeing other people's setups and checking out how everybody else does the podcasting thing. And then we have a very special guest with us in studio, uh, comedian uh, Ty Colgate. Yes, yes, good well, to meet you, boys. That's a yeah. strong name, Ty Colgate. Ty Colgate, yeah, yeah. it's kind of it's punchy, like shotgun or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it used to be Tyler Colgate, but I was a '90s baby, so there's like a hundred Tylers oh, yeah. in my high school. Yeah, beat them to the punch, grab Ty, mm-hmm. and then I just ride with that now. I gotta say, Ty seems a little less uh, douchey than Tyler. Yeah, yeah. I think Tyler sounds very uh, like privileged. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know why. Tyler <laughs> yeah. Colgate sounds like he embezzles money. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Ty Colgate just sounds like he's a good time. Yeah, he's a good, he's a good time. Had some bad stuff happen to him. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, if my parents were together and I was born, it was supposed to be Richard Tyler Swan, which oh. would have been like, that sounds like Rothschild money. Yeah. 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 Then he would have been a dick. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Dick Tyler. Do you know what your alternate name would have been then? Yeah, if I was a girl. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Lee. Sarah Lee. Mine was Katrina Marie. Katrina oh, Marie. That's nice. Yeah. The hurricane. Yeah, I would have. Yeah. She would have been a real problem, I feel Very like. Powerful. Katrina would have been Katrina, a real yeah. 
issue. Uh, uh, thank you so much for uh, coming on this special road episode. It seems like you just got off the uh, like we kind of caught you in between one gig and another gig. You're hosting oh, tonight. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we did Charlotte last night for like a couple don't tell shows. Which, oh, those uh, are amazing. Those are the best. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll write books, all that stuff out like Charlotte, and it's tons of fun. We How far it. is Charlotte from here? Uh like four hours, so okay. it's like not really that far, but it's like just far just enough, far enough yeah. to be a pain in the ass. We got back in at like three in the morning. That's about how we are from like Chicago. It's yeah. just like, yeah, really? it's just far enough to be like, yeah. Like we went up and did um, Laugh Factory, Mike, just for just shits and giggles. Yeah. And it was just like, let's just go up there, do the mic and come back on one day. And it was just like, oh, that's rough. <laughs> like, yeah, I've gotten used to it. I mean, I think the worst one was uh, one time we went Nashville to New York City. Oh, wow. And uh, I changed as a person. Yeah, in one, like, in one go? What, yeah, I think so. Yeah, we might have stopped at some point and just like threw in the towel. But you didn't sleep. Not well. Yeah. Uh, Not well. I think that because it's like 14 hours, yeah. New York City. Jeez. From Nashville. No, that's crazy. Th- those, uh, man, I'm really impressed with those don't tell shows. Uh, for people that don't know, it's kind of like a franchise comedy club that like. Yeah, they're is, everywhere. They're everywhere, but they're also very like. Each one you go to is very different, like because of the venue or whatever. But it's also like it's really easy. You just you just buy it on the app on your phone. Everything's done through the mm-hmm. app. I haven't had mm-hmm. a bad one. I've had ones where like, oh, this is bigger than another city, or like ones that'll do like multiple shows in a yeah. night. But yeah. I've, I've never done one. Don't tell and been like, mm-hmm. this was bad. What so? What are the audiences of Don't Tell for you guys? Because I've done a few different places, but they always feel like the same crowd. So for mine, they're like uh, it's like a little bit of the younger generation, yeah. And then also, they're all down to see comedy. They're finding this cool thing that other people don't know about, and they're like, "We're really into comedy, but are you into Don't Tell comedy?" And so I think they're more jazz for the shows. I don't know yeah. if that's been the same for you. No, it's about the same. I, I want to say yeah, it's like always twenty five to thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they all look like young professionals. Yeah, they yeah. They all look like they have so much more money than the whole lineup. Oh, I got you. Uh, and it's like it's interesting. I, I wonder what like their branding is. Like it's that specific kind of person. Mm. It's a lot of like shorts and sparries. Yeah, it's already someone that's on the internet a lot and that can find cool things. Finance yeah, that's true. Pros. There is a there's a cool factor with finance pros. Yeah. There's a there's a definite yeah. cool factor. I feel like with it. Uh, I, I did one show where it was out of that demographic but i think it was just the location that they had the thing was in uh like a suburb of indianapolis and so it was yeah. d- it definitely skewed a little bit older okay but like yeah most of them are, are, are young young people i heard a thing that the person that started it uh used to work for airbnb and stole their email i literally stole? i i wanted to tell this or i didn't know if we should t- yeah I, i've heard that as well hey don't tell if you're listening i didn't hear anything about that i think you know hey emails are emails they're they're no i think i'm not yeah i'm not chastising it i think that's great <laughs> yeah, i would do it too yeah, it's a brilliant idea yeah trying to get guy, booked. you said the one thing you're not supposed to tell guys Come yeah on. Oh, that's oh, what it was oh, all about oh. don't tell about this and you could get booked don't tell okay. about the well, damn email list yeah, barely got started in the industry, and we already fucking blew it. Well, yeah. guys, I I, I, like, I meant to say I had a great time doing the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where any of their trade secrets. They're Clinton's emails. I I mean, when I worked at Weather Channel, I put one of my show flyers into the frame, like because uh, they had like a set that they dressed up, and I dropped one of the flyers back there for the shot. So I mean, that was 
as cool as you could get at Weather Channel. I couldn't steal an email list. I didn't have that. That's not... Man, well, I bet my dad saw that flyer. <laughs> he did not buy a ticket, though. No, no. He watches Weather Channel all the time. Really? Oh, yeah. Whoa. Big, big watcher. Okay. <laughs> what, what was the... Uh, like, was there any venues that stuck out, stuck out as being, like, particularly cool or fun that you got to do through the Don't Tell? Well, last night it felt like we were doing stand-up, like, in a music video. Okay. Like, it kind of, because it was, like, on a psych wall in a film studio, but it had, like, purple lighting. Nice. So everyone's just, like, a different shade of purple all night. Uh, and it just, it felt a little bit too cool for stand-up. Mm. I think that's the old, like, that'd be my only critique. Sometimes Don't Tell picks places that are, like, almost too fucking cool <laughs> for what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but maybe that's just me. I think I might be projecting. I don't have jokes cool enough for like purple lighting and a psych wall that we look like we broke into. Yeah, but people I feel like, should be on Molly in that room. Yeah, I feel like that's, yeah. that's <laughs> perfect <laughs> that though because then it's like it sets everybody up to like, oh, what the hell? Where the hell are we? Like, I lo- I love performing in weird places like that. Yeah, like one hotel I did in Lexington, Kentucky was like in a like a castle like i don't know what it was like it was a weird like oh that's cool big castle shaped building that they had turned into an art studio and stuff and we pulled up and i was like oh man this is this is legit like this is fun i would love for don't tell to expand like overseas because like I, I did a tour through europe once and i'd love to see like a real like bavarian castle or yeah. something oh yeah that like is. actually get people out to like a really cool place you might have just called it why don't you start that <laughs> just steal, don't tell yeah, a bottle take it to your That's yeah. how it goes. Steal their, yeah. steal their email list, too. Yeah, yeah, take their email list. I bet you'd thrive in China. Call. What's that? I bet you'd thrive in China if you did that. Yeah. Thrive in China? Yeah, call yeah. it do tell. Do tell. <laughs> Please tell. Yeah, because I'm starting in other countries. I need help. <laughs> yeah. I don't have an email list from Airbnb, so please tell everyone <laughs> you know. How long have you been doing a stand-up comedy for? Uh, like four-ish years, close to five. Okay. Yeah. And where all of you got to like do it at? Like, did you say you're on the road a lot? Uh, overseas, I've done it in uh, Germany, uh, Spain, and France. Wow. Um, and then in America, I think I've done both coasts. I've done L.A., San Francisco. Not a lot in the West Coast. I, I've never done Denver, and I really want to do Denver. That mm-hmm. seemed, Everyone always says it's like the coolest scene. Yeah. And then I've done up and down the East Coast. And don't mean to brag, I have done it in a Chinese restaurant in Massachusetts. Nice. Good. <laughs> which, to me, might be the best. I. Fuck, don't tell. Mm-hmm. Do it in front of the kitchen at a Chinese restaurant, yeah. and you will know if you want to do stand-up comedy. Drop in at P.F. Chang's. <laughs> and it really felt like it was kind of a P.F. Dro- Chang's. Drop yeah. a hot 10 minutes. I did so well, a man came up to me, and he was like, uh, we can go to McDonald's after, and I'll buy you as many hamburgers as you want. We have a place in Indy that's yeah. um, it's called Secret Chicken. It's like a chicken place that's in the back. It's like a chicken speakeasy. Were they like a fried chicken spot? Makes me nervous. A secret chicken sounds like what's going on? And, back the, there? and then they, and it's it's like uh, it's like an Indian dude, I think, running it. Okay, um, and so it, but it, like I've heard nothing but good things about the chicken. But they'll do comedy shows back there in the in the secret chicken spot. You know, like that's that's, that's great. That's pretty cool. How many people fit back there? I don't know. I've okay. never I've never gotten booked on that show. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do the secret chicken spot. Did you when you did stuff overseas? Because uh, I know a lot of Europe, like English is kind of the second language for most countries, mm-hmm. but was there anything that kind of got like lost in translation or like jokes that you told that normally, oh, this normally kills in the state and people are just looking at you like... They understand like most American cultural references because we, you know, media-wise, America yeah. like dominates pretty yeah. hard on that. Set the trends. If you do like deep cut references, you'll definitely lose them. Like uh, 
I didn't know what like a some some of them didn't even know what like a Republican was. Mm-hmm. So it's like better not to get lost in the sauce of like I guess our politics, yeah. uh, like uh, the structure of our politics. Um, and then it was really funny over there seeing the reverse of like what jokes are like. Like over here, like ass eating jokes are very hack, right? Mm-hmm. But that shit has just hit Europe, and they are excited. Oh, really? They every scene I did, they were very excited to tell ass eating jokes. <laughs> That's really surprising for me because I feel like if that came from anywhere, it came from Europe. <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine it seems like they would be the most sexually adventurous. Yeah, very European. Yeah, but but I, I, I guess they weren't joking about it. I guess it was, it was much a more serious. Yeah, it was much more serious. Yeah, but they're younger in comedy, so they're pro- they're just like ten years behind. I mean, we were all ass eating jokes ten years ago. Mm. Wait so for the spirit just, to get over there. It's yeah, over. So it just took them. All, yeah. What are where are we now? What are we eating now? What where are jokes? Is, What's our like? In America? Yeah. I think we're post-eating because of COVID. We're Co- well, actually, you hit culture. it. I think COVID. Anyone yeah. that's still saying a COVID joke, I mean, we've hammered that. But there's yeah. still a few comics I've seen on the road that have, like, a good little COVID joke in the back pocket. It's like, buddy, we're it's so fast. Oh, man. I have three COVID like, you jokes. Have a, you have a COVID <laughs> joke. I, I, like, I'm going into a comedy contest this year, and I was even like... All right, this is when I retire. I'm going to say it like at this contest, and yeah. then I'm retiring the COVID jokes. Film it too, like just but. put it out because, like, I mean, if it has like legs on it still, because it all depends on like obviously the context yeah, and the yeah, premise. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I just mean people that are just like, man, I had COVID and I couldn't taste anything, and it was mm. like, I feel like it has to be something yeah. more. I have this really good World War II joke <laughs> that I'm about to retire, <laughs> bro. Let's go. And so I just. I just don't know when the right time is. I like to talk a lot about. <laughs> you should retire when the last World War II vet yeah. goes. Definitely get it in before World War Three. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm trying to do. I have yeah. a hot take about Archduke Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a hot assassination Franz Ferdinand <laughs> joke. Yeah, it's good. Did you uh, did you Pops. start off in uh, in in Atlanta? Is this your original scene? I th- yeah, because like technically my first home mic was in Orlando, but I was in college, and at the time uh, I was still selling drugs, which was way more interesting to do oh, wow. than do comedy. Yeah. yeah. What were you um, going to college for? I went to college for radio television, so oh. clearly crushing it in life. Yeah. When yeah. you go to radio television, I think that's why it's Ty Colgate now. If mm. I did finance, yeah. Tyler. Tyler. Yeah. Well, that's a good transition into like podcasting and speaking professionally, and we didn't. Well, we didn't really like. I know the equipment really well, but we didn't really get like any of the speaking classes. Like, oh, you, yeah. I, I have to give you like you killed it like right away. It felt very like radio. Mm. You came in hot. Mm-hmm. You had great introductions for everyone. I did. I don't. I, I did not learn that. Yeah, I'm gonna go back and watch your introductions for my show. Yeah, I want to oh, take wow. notes. I need to study. We we just do it every week. I was the kid that Can like we copyright like, our introductions. Ah, I, fuck. I mean, I grew up with like, hey, like a like me and my friends would get like a tape recorder and just like tape our voices and be like, is it? So I feel like I've been podcasting my whole life in in, in a way. Well, you were just like practicing into a tape recorder. I was just excited that we could hear back our voice. Oh, you're different, and, and bro. And so we would just we would just make <laughs> holy shit. We would make skits and sketches, and we would cut like promos and stuff, and just like you know, and then just play it back, and then it was just like, oh my god, that was us. We just said that. Like, it is cool, yeah. Especially if you get like as a kid, you get a camcorder. Mm-hmm. It's like everything you shoot is gonna be dog shit, but yeah, it's oh, like yeah. it's fucking Oscar worthy when you and your friends watch it. It's so incredible. Fun. I, I did that too. By the time I was like right after high school, like. We would always watch like wrestling, and then after wrestling was over, like we would just like make a movie, and the movie would always be made up on the fly, and it was a lot of just stolen like 
jokes from movies that we liked and of stuff course. like that. But like, yeah, it was like I, I'm a bit older too, so it was like before like you could like upload everything to YouTube and so it was just for us. Yeah, or like the poor friend that wasn't there, and then like <laughs> next time they come over, like you guess you gotta watch this movie we made. It's yeah, great. it's great. What were you guys like editing on? A uh, video toaster, like old school, <laughs> <laughs> like old video school. toaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, that's dope. I love that. So you were like ready to go with content. I was making a movie on nine eleven, like nine ten. We were shooting a movie, and like, uh, did you guys go dark for a day to like? <laughs> we were. I think it was the second. I think we were trying to shoot it in like. Where two- were you on nine eleven making a movie? <laughs> making a movie. I was making a horror movie. I was making a horror movie on on nine ten. And we shot really late. And I remember my friend who had like the camera and was like the director and everything. He comes back over like nine thirty in the morning, and I'm like, "Fuck, he must have left something." You know why is he here back over here so early? And he just like knocking. He's like, "We're under attack!" And I was like, "Like my house? What are we, talk- what are we talking about?" <laughs> he's turn the TV on. That's that's how I found out about nine eleven. Yeah. So we had, we had definitely been doing like. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what the idea was to do with that because it wasn't like we were putting it on the internet or anything. I, I think I think back then, like how old were you? Like you just do that. I was like twenty. <laughs> I think you just. I think back then you just <laughs> made it for fun, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You fun. remember that mm-hmm. when you didn't like monetize every fucking yeah, hobby? It, it wasn't about the, the views even. Yeah, it was like is it good? Yeah, there was a value of is this good? Is it compelling? Is it my truth? And now it's all about the views, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. I like. I still. I kind of play piano here and there, but I never have time because I'm like, I can't fucking make money on this shit. Mm. Oh. Not good enough. I can't put. It. Do you feel? Do you feel the? Uh, I feel like we all feel this, but like the, like you just, like you have to feed the social media like monster oh every uh, every yeah. day. Yes, all the fucking time. I always feel like there's a clock running out, and then I look because like I I like I'm in charge of like my own obviously, and then also like the harder brunch. And so, like, every day I'm just like, oh, God, there's only two hours left on this. Like, I got to put some more stuff up. And yeah. Like- Imagine having fake five accounts. Fake five accounts. <laughs> five fake accounts. Who has five fake accounts? <laughs> uh, I do now. Yeah? What and are I they? Like I gotta, Can you list them real quick? I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, that's even harder. Perfect. It's like having five social media children. Yeah. You got to feed them. You're going to get called. CPS is going to call. Are, are you boys on threads yet? Just started while we since we've been down here, yeah. Because I just started yeah. I, like start getting all these notifications, and I was like, "What?" And then I was like, "Well, I I guess if everyone's starting at the same time and makes it because I was always elated. I hated social media yeah. before I got into like comedy and like pushing stuff. Like I was like anti. Like I'm not gonna put all my business out there, of you course, know, on, on social media. And now I kind of regret, like, oh, I should have been building. I should have been a little up. slut on the internet. Oh man, way fucking sooner. Sooner, yeah. YouTube stars—they're all famous now. Oh yeah, we all made fun of them. Yeah, That's, what are you doing? I'm old enough now where it's like I've made fun of every single new thing that came oh, along, yeah. and then watched people become famous off of it. So like now I'm just like I'm not talking shit about threads. Let's get on. Let's see what it yeah. does. It's so funny. I think everyone's reached the same point where it's like, I won't talk shit about any social media. Yeah. 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 I will get on it and be a fly on the wall yeah. for a little bit yeah. and see if there's an angle. Yeah. Yep. Well, I we, got a TikTok tattoo. We, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we've all seen so many people blow up through TikTok. I mean, I've seen people blow up in like the past two and three years. Oh, so many comedians have yeah, their and lives changed. Like, like on, s- starting it up and I'm like, you're going to start one up now? It seems a little late. And then like two years later, they're like TikTok famous. Yeah. And you watch your friends get TikTok famous, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, 
All right. They're all right. on it. So threads, I'm in. I'm all in. Oh, you're all in on threads? Yeah, put a, uh, whatever, whatever. But I don't know do. how it bumps you up. Like, I don't think it does. But, seems uh, to have less traction than Twitter right now for me. <laughs> and I'm like, what am I doing? I'm just shooting in the void. Yeah. See, that's get, what everybody's doing. I have more traction on threads. Like, Twitter is truly like an abyss for me. Yeah. But I don't think, like, I don't know people on Twitter. I think I'm like the only friend in all my groups that's like has a Twitter. Mm. So I'm just tweeting for the love of the game. You know what I think we should do? I think the billionaires need to come up with something where there's just like a cleansing. Like every four years, there's a new social media. Yeah. Everything's wiped away. So you have to start over. And like, did you really have those friends? Did you really have or are these bots? You know, like 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 a social media purge. Yeah. Social media purge. Or a real purge. You know, either way, it would mix things up. Oh, like real killing. Now we're talking. Yeah, no, we I say we fast. do both. <laughs> Same time, both of them. Yeah, I, I killed like four. I killed like <laughs> four. Be a lot of blood on some ring lights. It is funny because yeah. I don't know you very well. And like, I just see like this long hair like, and like this long beard. I'm like, wait, he might be serious. You're like, oh, he means it. That's I just judged, I just judged you. <laughs> he might be purging people out there willy nilly. I, uh, I not killed- willy nilly. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a time and a date. <laughs> Uh, I think probably too much about the purge. I feel like I. You like, think too much about the purge? Yeah, I think about the concept of the movie, the concept okay. of the purge, because there was not only movies, then they did a TV show, and they really did a lot of world building oh for God. the purge. I, I didn't keep track of the purge at all. And, uh, I think I watched the first one. And I was like, yeah, I get it. And then clearly it's like mutated in the whole thing. Is there a Purge podcast as well? I'm sure. There has to be. I, I just like to think about like, so like, you know, there's, a, you know, one day a week or one day a year you can do any crime. So like you try to kill me on the Purge, but you don't. Yeah. And then the next day we have to go back to work and I'm like, this this son of a bitch tried to kill me on Purge Day. But it's, oh, a pur- it's Purge Day. And then though. I have to wait a whole year and just be cool because. Uh, or kill him on the next Purge. Yeah, they have to wait a whole year. You handle yeah, your that, crap. That is like, wild. Like, how do you think that dynamic works? Like, you go back to work the next day. It's probably the same as like shooting your shot with a girl at the office. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. Don't I mean? try. To, yeah, don't shit where you eat. Yeah, <laughs> don't purge where you work. She'll she'll act like she's not going to tell anyone, but she's going to tell everyone. No one's going to know you fucking suck. You're the, you're the <laughs> office. You fucking creep. blew it. Yeah. Yeah, you fucking you hear Dyke tried to kill me. He fucking, <laughs> yeah. he what pissed. a creep! He tried to kill you on Thursday. He works with you. What a chance! Yeah, what a fucking weirdo! Well, yeah, why would you kill someone that you work with and, and maybe not get away with it? It's such a bad plan. Yeah, shot up to my house with a crossbow, missed, and then didn't know how to reload. Crossbow. My dad just trying to reload the fucking thing. The weirder the weapon, like the more oh, creepier that's how you are. Would absolutely be. Mm. People would be getting like different that's, weapons. That's how you would merge it because people would get weird with the way they yeah. killed people mm. for social media. Oh, yeah. you're, so, you're they're going it's viral. If you're doing it on the same day, <laughs> bro, yes. viral is a different kind of viral. <laughs> yeah. Think about it. The oh, TikTok yeah. hustle houses, they're uh, going to be all armored up, bro, and they're going to have like flamethrowers and chainsaws. The other 364 days of the year would just be protecting myself. I'd be building <laughs> moats. I'd be building castles. Yeah. Like, like, do not... Co- like that would be a protection day. Like I think, I think this. How about hunk, Hunger Games, but with TikTok hustle houses? Mm. Ooh. You just take out whole households of influencers. You know, you drop them all <laughs> off. There's a cornucopia of weapons, right? Mm. Yeah, everyone's rushing to that. Mm-hmm. And the, and you get more followers the longer you stay alive. Yeah, isn't the goal? You get a bunch of followers if. You well, you know. do the TikTok well, live stream. No, you feature. take their followers. Oh, oh. that's it. That's it. That that's leveled it. up the idea huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, then you're like, all right, holy shit, I'm good. <laughs> I can think of 10 people that would sign up for that right now. (laughs) Let me tell you, my fucking views have been down. I'll do it today. I will do it today. 
I, I also, I don't want to skip over this. I also like the idea of uh, instead of the purge and killing, it's just a one day a year where you uh, shoot your shot with somebody. You know, like well, everyone. That's a, that's a sexual a, purge? Everyone, yeah, everyone does a sexual purge. That's a Patrice O'Neill joke, the sexual harassment day. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the yeah, best bits in the yeah, world. Yeah. It's so funny. Well, parallel thinking, that's great. Well, I've been, I've you're been, on the right I've track. I've been waiting all year to just ask <laughs> if you'd suck my dick in the broom closet. That's like one of the best bits ever. <laughs> such a wild bit. He's like, hey, he's like I like how he always approaches it too. He's like, hey, I'm not trying to be. Hey, hey you know what day it is? No, no, you can keep the flowers. Here's the flowers. <laughs> what, what was it? It's like, look, we'll do the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. That's the day you want to do sexual harassment. But what day. if what if you just found out like everybody was just I don't know compelled honest, and you just found out all the people that wanted to fuck you that year. And then you sent out your own list to, to other people. You just got it. We're like, oh, it was like a Christmas card. Like, oh, a, wait, a Christmas card. Like Susie wants to fuck me. You're like, like Susie from the deli. Yeah, you're just taking. You're sending a, a dick pic, like a Christmas time <laughs> dick pic. Yeah, like, I, I like to call it a Yule log, but yes, <laughs> Yule log. Yeah, yeah. well, that, that depends. It might be a mistletoe for some. Oh yeah, I'm. I I'm totally aged out of the dick pic because like when I, when like when I was like who's doing that anymore? I don't. That, that has to be over. Whoever right? did it, whoever thought like an unsolicited the megapixels dick, got too good on the phones. It had to. It had to really work for somebody at some point. Yeah, like somebody had to got some traction with that to be like, oh, that's <laughs> the, the move. Pic. Yeah, like well, the first dick pic was revolutionary, probably revolutionary. Yeah, like what year are we talking? Eighteen hundreds. Oh, like he illustrated <laughs> the his Revolutionary dick. War dick. Yeah, pig. like stand there for like one hour. He got an hour. oil painting. That's a joke. Of his hard dick. Oil painting. Yeah. I guess that's what the dick pig would have been. Yeah, like, and she'd be like, wait, what is this? It's like, it's, it's my penis. I mean, they oh. do have a lot of like. Maybe that's why all the dicks were flaccid. Maybe they sorted out as like. <laughs> I think that was a thing because the statues, like, when you look at the statues' penises, very small. Very small. Very small. Um, and, and so I think they, the men want to be like, Hey, I'm bigger than that statue. That's yeah. s- seven feet tall. You see that little boy angel. Fuck yeah. Me. I got like six inches on that guy. Right. And she, man, like my husband's bigger than a statue. Yeah. <laughs> my husband's bigger. And all the artists are just like looking at each other like, wink. <laughs> <laughs> it worked, gentlemen. That's, that's a funny, I like that. The original dick pic is just an oil painting. Yeah. Well, I've, I've always felt like, you know, like we make fun of like foodie cultures and like, oh, we just take pictures of our food and blah, blah. Like, I think food is the, one of the first things ever like carved onto the side of a wall was like somebody like killing like a, a buffalo or something. Or, right. You know, like food is the first art. Yeah. I think it was oh. the first thing is like, look, we killed this thing and we ate it. Remember that? Like it was literally like the first. Well, it's like the first. Well, I think we've always been excited about food. Yeah. Okay. I think there's never been a time. No one's been excited about food. So. Well, we're definitely excited about Speaking food. Speaking about food here on Heart of Brunch, <laughs> uh, we uh, well, we ordered some uh, local pizza. We're gonna we're gonna take a quick break and take a quick bite of that. But uh, before we get into that, I always like to ask our guests: uh, Do you have any food background? Did you ever work in a restaurant or a bar? I or? did. I did. I don't mean to brag. I did work at Red Lobster on International Drive. Hey. Yeah. So I don't know if you boys know about seafood, fine dining. <laughs> thank um, you for your service. Thank you. Yes, I, I appreciate that. You do have a look that you could work. I feel like you could work at any chain restaurant and kill. Oh them. yeah, I have chain restaurant face. Yeah, yeah, I could climb my way up a good chain restaurant. You got a good. CRF. I could manage a Cheddar's. You should have. <laughs> Apply for acting roles for that because you'll get it. At, you'll get like, like the training show. videos or something. No, like the like you you could be the the waiter in any big show or movie. 
Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Do you that have, almost feels insulting, but I, <laughs> I'm going to find the compliment in it. Do you ever, do you have You're a, welcome. Do you have a good server voice? My server voice is very high pitched. They never let me become a server. I got stuck at Busboy. Oh, okay. So. Well, you're so tall, too. They'd have to look up yeah. and hurt their necks. That is true. The one time I did serve food to a table, I had a food poisoning, and it was just the smell of fried seafood Ugh. wafting. Ugh. And uh, I like immediately like I pretty much threw the plates down because I could feel it coming up. And just sat in that bathroom for hours, just vomiting at a Red Lobster with like it's filled with like Europeans because this is Orlando, Florida. Mm. So it's just British people hearing me die in the bathroom. Like- Excuse me, is that busboy <laughs> supposed to be puking and all over the bathroom <laughs> like that? It's, it sounds like you did something bad in a past life to get that. Like, that seems like a real... Yeah. Did you run over a gypsy or something? I must have. I don't know what my uh, heritage is, but I'm sure there was a stolen goat along the way or something. Because, yeah, I, I was a fucking bust. I remember I broke a glass and got glass in my hands. And they just, I was like, taking the glass out. We got band-aids on it. And they're like, yeah, but you have to still work. Yeah. Oh, I, we, we had to flip these tables. You like, had to work while you were bloody. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I literally <laughs> still got that British accent going. Saved someone's life shaman. one time at a restaurant. Like I gave a dude the Heimlich maneuver, and like he was like choking, and like saved someone's life. And I, I was convinced that it was so oh. traumatic for me, even because I, I thought the guy was gonna die. And, and and like the whole restaurant stops and is watching, and like the steak flies out of his mouth and everything. And like I thought I was gonna have the whole rest of the day off. I thought I was gonna be like a hero, and they're gonna give me a plaque. Put a plaque, yeah. And they were just like, yeah, yeah, go fucking do the rest of your tables. And Whoa, out your you shift. saved a man's life, yeah. and they kept you working. That's cold blooded. The guy also didn't tip. He did not. Whoa, he didn't tip. Fucking oh. what the fuck? <laughs> he was. He was. Very, I think he was embarrassed because he almost died. You so. should have choked him in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like he had his back. one second chance. His life back. flashed before his eyes. Like, yeah, maybe I have been a dick to a lot of people. That's he so saved so and fired tip. up. I'm so fucking mad. <laughs> He's like, oh, upsetting. I get another chance to, <laughs> to rip off a a mixed boy. Let, that's, that's really upset. That's what they call me. Uh, let's take a. He was racist in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Let's take a quick uh, commercial break, and we're gonna grab some local pizza, and we'll be right back. This week on the After Brunch Podcast. However, I did start to think about 45 minutes into the podcast that, hmm, this is a bunch of grown men and one 23-year-old young lady mm-hmm. who's been three months into stand-up comedy that she might run out of here. This may be the last podcast I ever do. It felt a lot like... So when I was a kid, sometimes you'd be like roughhousing on the playground with somebody and then someone would accidentally get hurt. <laughs> and then you'd be like, hey, hey, everything's fine, right? Because the teacher's over there looking at you like, everything's fine, right? That's how I was with Gabby when she left us. Like, everything's fine, right? You had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> you had a great time on this podcast, did you, Gabby? You're not going to tell me what I think <laughs> Join us at patreon.com slash harderbrunch. And we're back uh, talking with our guest, Ty Colgate. Um, Ty, you are going to be part of uh, Harder Brunch's adult summer camp. Mm-hmm. We are renting out a summer camp in southern Indiana, and we're doing a comedy, music, and food festival where you get to come, and it's all for one ticket. You get five meals. You get uh, We're going to have a local brewery pouring beers all weekend. Everything's all inclusive. There's going to be like uh, comedy shows, live music, podcasts, 
Um, and then also like all the camp activities, like swimming, archery, canoes, crafts. Wow. We're going to basically have like a, like a SNL type sketch show at the, around the bonfire both nights. Uh, adult food fight. It sounds like the greatest weekend ever, or it could be the best premise for a horror film. <laughs> <laughs> so we could go either way, depending on how this weekend plays out. Oh, yeah. it's. I mean, we definitely set our sets high. I'm, I'm very excited about this, and, uh, and you are going to help come down with some of the photography and videography yeah. for, for it, which I think will honestly just end up being a, like a really good commercial for next year like i feel like all we have to do is like put on a really good show for the people that show up this year and the next year it'll sell itself oh yeah you just film all those iconic moments like crazy shit going on because it's already like such a like like god damn you guys raise the stakes of like what a comedy fest is so high with all the everything that's included with it <laughs> so as long as you get like all that iconic shit filmed and you know get it in the can you'll have a bunch of shit to like have show you, off. Have you done a lot of comedy festivals? No, I, I've 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 mostly traveled. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like I, most of my money gets dumped in a, my gas tank. Um, I did like Red Eye this year, which is like a West Virginia one mm -hmm. up in Morgantown. They had like Eddie Pepitone. Oh, cool. And uh, Sam Talent were the headliners. Yeah, we love Sam. And I did I, one of the shows was like a hot wing eating contest. Okay, which is great. I love spicy food, so it was great up until the last wing. Mm -hmm. And I did no jokes. I talked a lot of shit the whole time. <laughs> and that last week made me look like such a bitch. Yeah. And it's filmed somewhere, and I need that video deleted. Were you crying? I did have a little bit of tears. I tried to cheat, because I Googled, so, like, you can't do water, obviously, with spicy food, because mm, it, like, yeah. I, the cap of sign, or however you pronounce it, it, like, spreads all over your tongue. But I did, I heard that if you drink liquor, oh. it can kill <laughs> the spice. So I drunk. got shit-faced. <laughs> I got <laughs> vodka on the rocks. <laughs> And I was like, I'm going to just take the vodka straight up there. But I didn't realize how long the show would take. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'll just coat my mouth a little bit with vodka. By the time I was up there, I was drunk to the point where I was like roasting the host, roasting the audience, roasting the guy that made the wings. And I was like, this is this ain't shit. And then we got to that last wing and I was like, damn, this you did like you were angry. Yeah. Whoever made this was angry. Wow. That's so funny. We uh when you were talking about like the like raising the stakes for comedy shows, so like I've I've only actually been to one festival so far and it was great, but like I'm watching it and it was a, a small first year festival, and I watched like one show get out and like thirty people come out, and then they just started another show and yeah. like those same people just went down and and I was just like I can't do that I can't watch a it's more a con conveyor belt I can't watch that much comedy back to back i need stuff to get broken up so like yeah. with ours as like i feel like there's something new every hour so if you're having a fun then you're gonna be like damn that was so much fun yeah you know i wish there was more of it and then if it's something that you're not into it's over in an hour and then there's something else well that, i i think that's what's like cool about the harder brunch fest idea is just like there's more than just like showcase 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 yeah. showcase headliner show showcase 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 right and then they're doing showcases and like piece of shit venue i mean most festival like they'll admit people but then they'll like put them on like a 2 p.m show yeah, yeah, at a yeah, fucking yeah. cheesecake shop <laughs> yeah and you're talking yeah. to chairs or each other <laughs> yeah and it stings yeah. if you go to the right comedy fest you'll quit stand up yeah <laughs> I'll put it like that. you pick the right one to waste your time with and you will fucking quit yeah, so we're yeah we're definitely trying to avoid that, and um, 
pack it full of uh, fun. But also just the idea, idea of like all the counselors, everyone that's walking around. Like the, you're the videographer. You're a comedian. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's what I want. I just want like all of these are your camp counselors and they're all comics. So it's not like you have to like do your routine or do your bit, but like you're surrounded by funny people all weekend. Totally. Well, that's the thing. Like comedy is like, so it's such a wide net of people. You know what I mean? You got so many backgrounds that you could almost accomplish anything with enough comedians. Cause there's enough backgrounds mm. going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Trent, Trent, you're like, an alcoholic, so you have a lot <laughs> yeah. of opinion. You uh, you I'm know very, everything about beer that I could ever ever dream about knowing. <laughs> so useless at <in> comedy, <laughs> is it? I feel like there has been a tra- like when I first started comedy, uh, I was in a completely different mindset. Like I definitely came in like it's the two thousands and we're gonna say all the things that people don't want us to say, and then started doing comedy, and I was like, oh, we don't do that anymore. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, well, yeah. like, okay. I think now it's like authenticity, right? Isn't that what it is now? Yeah. It's like, you gotta tell your story. But then my other thing was like, well, at least we're all fall down drunks, right? And they're like, no, we don't do that anymore. There's so <laughs> Everyone's much sober. Everybody's Are sober. Are you guys sober? No, we're not. We're, Thank fucking God. But everyone is either sober or like the Cali sober is the big one. It's like, yes. we, we don't drink, but we smoke weed or whatever. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm the opposite. Weed, for me, I have to do... Like at the end of the night, I yeah. can't. I can't. I, I could never get super baked and then go do a set. You know, if I was like, high, I wouldn't be in this room. Yeah, yeah, it's not fun for me. Yeah, no, it's it's. T- I hate being around, especially people I don't know super well. Mm-hmm. And I'm high. Like I, I, it's just too. I'm too introspective. So I'm like second guessing yes. everything I say, and it's I can't do it. I feel like me and you are on the same page, but when you tell that to someone that like rolls out of bed and smokes weed, they like look at you like, "What are you talking about? Like that's crazy." And I'm like. Welcome I remember one time I the table. yeah I remember one time I, I misjudged like a low dose edible at a show oh <laughs> and it kicked and it kicked on right it only happened to me once but it kicked on right as I went up and it was like my entire view changed and I felt like I was watching a movie in widescreen that was the audience yep and I just walked up and it was quiet for a minute and then I just like leaned to the microphone and I tried to start saying my first joke and it. It was so hard to like get the like I it felt like it took like ten years, but it was probably like a minute. And then yeah. I, I just started getting into it, but it was it was it was a nightmare. I never know how to dose correctly. I know that's probably not the right thing for weed, but I never know how to <laughs> dose correctly. Like uh my, my roommate came up when I worked at the Weather Channel one time and she was like, Hey, let's go to lunch and we'll smoke some weed and I was like, Oh hell yeah, because I was like, I'm not gonna do anything. Like, yeah. it was like Weather Channel was a very lax job. I don't know if you guys have watched it, but there's not a lot of crazy shit going sure. on. And so I got very high, and then I came back in, and they're like, hey, Ryan called out, so you're going to be on the jib. <laughs> the jib is like a 12-foot crane, essentially, with a fucking camera attached to it that you operate and swing around a studio. And it has, to, it has like a steering wheel you have to like move around. Yeah, literally I, heavy machinery. Yeah, so I just smoked <laughs> so much weed, and I already can't handle it. And they're telling me this, and I'm like, oh, my fucking God. And they're going through the traffic of all the shots, and of course it's like every shot is on jib, and I'm like... Oh, I'm fucked. <laughs> I'm like lugging around like a, I want to say it's like 1,500 pounds. So you're just like rolling it across the floor. It's on wheels and just getting it to each set piece to like do the shot. Yeah. Mm. And mm. how'd you end up doing? Really focused. <laughs> really just intensely little, staring. because too you, focused. You're essentially watching like a TV screen and you're like sweeping in and it's like, okay, we're doing it. But it felt like I was diffusing a bomb for like three hours. Oh, yeah, that intensity. Because it's live. 
This isn't like recorded yeah. and they edit. Oh, yeah. It's like, hey, we're coming out of the commercial break and it's you. Oh, wow. How long did you work at the Weather Channel for? Uh, like three years. Oh, wow. Yeah. We, and you were always behind the camera? Yeah, mostly camera. Nice. Yeah. Did you ever get in front? Uh, I think I was on camera once or twice, but I never like delivered. I wasn't. They have like professional meteorologists. Right. They asked you to leave when you. Yeah, they're like, please, <laughs> please, uh, like, get you out know of here. your job. Yeah, you know your place. Yeah, this is capitalism. Yeah. Please put your pants Start, on. Yeah, dig that ditch. <laughs> Did a bunch of people have the same like hack jokes about you working at the Weather Channel like the whole time you were there? I mean, I yeah. Can't even think of a hack joke. What's a hack joke that you have I right know. now? Hey, I, I mean, just like, hey, where's the weather? Like, oh, I, I bet. Well, it's like mostly like, oh, what's the weather today? Or mm, is there yeah, a chance right now? Yeah. But I'm so used to it because my last name is Colgate. So uh, just like, so it's really like a double whammy of hack every mm. time. Like they hear Colgate and then they hear Weather Channel and then it's like, oh, okay, fuck. So are you related to the Colgate company? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm always interested in uh, interesting names because my name is Dyke. And so I. Legendary I, name. So I've always like. I feel like I'm part of a tribe with anybody that I could tell they get fucked with because of their name. Yeah. Of like, oh, you know what it's like. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like yelling for you, like if I was looking for you at a theme park, yeah. easily could be canceled. Oh, yeah. You can get a, a video lot of trouble. of looking like me yeah. at Disney, <laughs> screaming dyke. It's over. It's, it's okay. He's black. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just digging yeah. a hole. Well, we had a different. What was the term? A uh, mixed boy. A mixed boy. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the scientific. One, that was one of my characters. Uh, that wasn't me. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, it was a persona of the podcast. <laughs> it was a persona. Of, that guy's dead. <laughs> um, I've had, I've had people that are like refused to say my name before. They're like, "What's your name?" And I'll be like, "Dyke." And they're like, ah, "I'm not gonna call you that." <laughs> well, have you ever heard of anybody's name that like was a racial slur on accident? Um, there was like uh, Niga. <laughs> was uh, I'm not playing this game with you, sir. Oh. But uh, no, this I, is not a game. I've this known a question. lot of I've known a lot of wild names. Like I, I went to high school with a guy named Tracy Swallows. Tracy Swallows, uh, yeah. <sighs> uh, <laughs> and so tough. I was always like, he's got it worse than me. All right, we're That's good. We're, terrible. We're good. Tracy I, Swallows. Tracy Swallows. I, 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 was I, I, it a guy or girl? It was a guy. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, yeah. those are rude parents, especially yeah. in the nineties. They I knew hated uh, that baby. Uh, and Andrew Hyman. Uh, Andrew Hyman. Tony Hoare. <laughs> like, are you like in a support group for bad names? Yeah, I did. Is I that, mean, I think I'm just. I'm, how do you know so many people with like crazy names? I think I'm just sensitive to it. So if I yeah, if, 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 if I get it. a whiff of it, I'm like. Like like Ty Colgate, I'm like I, I automatically know the hack jokes that you grew up with. And oh like, yeah, it was yeah. your whole life too. It was like maybe one of the first things you heard was a bad like toothpaste joke. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I, you can't walk around with Colgate and not get it. I make up a lot of things, but I did hear this. This is true. Um, I, there was a kid with the last name Shitoli. Shitoli. It was spelled shithole. <laughs> and they would, and they would, yeah, it was it's crazy. You're late for work, shithole. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, you know it's Shatoli. I remember in church, this is like what a, a fucking little laugh slut I was, even as a kid. I remember when they would say prayers for people, like mm -hmm. in church, and they would list off everyone that's like sick in the church community, and you were supposed to say a prayer. There was somebody that had the last name Louder Milk. Yeah. Oh. And I remember just thinking that was the most hilarious last name ever. I was like, louder milk? Yeah. Louder milk? Yeah. I actually that heard that one recently. Yeah. There's a lot of louder yeah. milks. I, I think, like, well, a, you didn't grow up around louder milks. 
They were the worst. <laughs> My school. The louder milks. They had to be run out. Very disruptive. Well, they're yeah, disruptive. They were loud. You couldn't see them against a white wall. <laughs> they would just churn your stomach. Uh, <laughs> really stop you up. I, I I deserve a boo button for that. <laughs> I didn't uh, like that. Uh, we have uh, we have some stuff. Oh oh. Well, what else do you have there? In it. Uh, we have an applause. Oh, we needed that for a while. You'll, you're not gonna need that for any applause jokes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not. Uh, and my favorite is the jazz. Oh, yeah. that's uh, pretty fun. I always like to ask us. It nowhere, but it's great. I always like to ask us this. Uh, what is your worst, uh, like, bombing memory? My worst bombing memory? Uh, I think recently was... Uh, Boston bombing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just... Uh, I just wanted to see them finish that race. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to know how people place, but... I, I always go with... A lot of DNFs that day. <laughs> <laughs> I was always going to go with Oklahoma City, but... Oh, oh, yeah. Not many people died in that one. <laughs> I like the Oklahoma Unabombings City. as a series. Yeah, yeah. I Nagasaki, is that a <laughs> I that celebrate the, the whole catalog, yeah. actually. That one we That's had That's the most prolific, for. I would say. Sorry, I guess I should say comedy Nagasaki. Yeah. Comedy. Yeah. Um, I think the one of the worst ones that I can remember is uh, I, I just got into Barcelona, and I was it was the first show in Barcelona, and I had to take Bullet, and I bomb like I was supposed to do like seven or eight. She was like, "We just kind of fit you into the show," but people weren't showing up for the lineup. So she was like, "Oh, it extended to like fifteen Stretch. minutes." Yeah, I bombed from minute one on. Mm. They hated me so much, and I think halfway through, I was just like, "Well, they liked it in Germany. <laughs> that was it." <laughs> and I tried to crowd work. It was like my first time crowd working in Europe because in like Berlin, they just liked material. So I was like, yeah. I just got away with just doing jokes and being like, "Oh yeah, this is it." In Barcelona, I like tried to crowd work, but I realized I'd never crowd worked in Europe. So I was like, "Oh, like where are you from?" And he was like, "Ireland." And I was like, "I don't know anything about Ireland. <laughs> I, I don't know that. a fucking thing yeah. Yeah. about Ireland." Yeah. So I can't even be funny about this. It's just like cool. You can only be vaguely racist about. Yeah, this. go eat a fucking potato, Mick. <laughs> hey, easy with the Mick. No, we can do that. We can yeah. look. Hey. That's that's the one that's the one on the I'm list kidding. that you guys gave me. So yeah, yeah. I'm P- kidding. Potato Mick was a guy I went to high school with. Yeah. <laughs> Potato <laughs> Mick, yeah. He was cool. Uh yeah, I think that one hurt because that was like, man, I spent twelve hundred dollars on a flight and traveled thousands of miles to feel mm. like I just started stand up for the first time. Mm. Yeah, to do gold dust. It, felt, it had a goldest vibe, but it was yeah. packed out with like the prettiest European people I'd ever seen. So I'm just bombing in front of like hot European mm. people. It's even worse. And I'm like, God. And I got to do the show again because the producer wasn't there and killed that like next week. I have no idea what changed other than like I came back with like fury. I was just like, I'm going to fucking start attack. saying it, Barcelona? I, apparently you're not supposed to. Oh, really? Yeah, because they don't speak. Uh, like uh, Spanish, technically, they speak like Catalan. And you don't do the th sound in Catalan or kind of Lodian. Fuck them, I'm not going to go. I've always found like the worst, like for me, is always like when there's like music tied to comedy and somehow it's almost a guaranteed bomb because the energies are so different. Whereas it's like people came just to see music or whatever. And one of my, I don't know if it was my worst bomb, but it was the one that like sits on top of my memory was like. I was at a show and also like Thad just popped in to watch mm. and like we weren't even like roommates. We were we were like friends, but like we weren't like super close. 
but like I'm just bombing the whole time and like two things I'm thinking about one is is I'm just staring at that and that just has a grin from ear to ear like the the, the whole time nothing better to watch and then the second I think I I think I had to do like 15 minutes and I knew about two minutes in that nobody was into this and, but like in such a way where it was like everyone was like being very polite about it, like of they course. wanted me to do well, but we're still not that enjoying hurts worse. it. Yeah, oh They're yeah, rooting way, for you. Way, way, everybody is rooting for me, but also not enjoying it. And yeah. I'm just thinking in my head, there's so much more time I have to do. Yeah. Like 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 we're at three minutes. And you know it's bad like when the room starts getting louder, <laughs> like where you get the talking starts. Right, like I want to finish my conversation. I was having. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, eventually everyone stops being you're, polite, you're, and they're like, "You start like leaving your body." Yeah, you know? oh, you're, you're like watching yourself do stand up and be bad at it, and you're like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah, it's not. It wasn't good. It wasn't enjoyable for a lot of people, <laughs> but you enjoyed it. I did because because I wanted to see what you're gonna do. It's kind of like. Uh, like watching a cartoon, like, oh, you just drove off the cliff. Yeah. Like, how you're not going to be able to save this. Let me be clear. As a comic, I prefer watching a bomb. It's so much more oh, yeah. fun because you you don't get to see it as much. Yeah. Because as you get, like, better, you get on better shows and stuff. Sure. But there's nothing more fun. Yeah. Especially it, if it's your friend. Oh, my your God. Friend. It has to yes. be the right situation. I don't like going to open mics and seeing people try new jokes that don't work. Like, that's, like terrible for me i don't like that yeah it, it becomes some type of torture for me just to see people struggle up there and it's not even empathy i'm like my this is time torture if you give me like a chance to step out of the room for a little bit come back in i'll be recharged mm. to watch people bomb <sighs> you gotta give me a break though i need an intermission nails on the chalk really you're a patio warrior they call them what's a patio warrior you're just out on the patio the whole open no day. i'll stay <laughs> I'll stay, but I'm like I want to see people do good. I want to like learn. I see it yeah. as I see it as two different things. Like like a, an open mic is an open mic. Sure, you know, like I'm not going with the mindset of like I'm going to see, see some good comedy here. It's like it. people are gonna. It's like being at the gym, you know. Like you wouldn't yeah. like be. I don't know. I mean, he's just working out. Like, yeah, I feel like you can't you, take anything too serious at an open mic just no. because you don't know what they're trying to accomplish that night and Boom. what they're trying to figure out. Plus, I almost always feel bad leaving an open mic. Like, most open mics I've ever left. Like, unless I just go up there and do material for whatever reason. That like I'm like, oh, there's a lot of people. I should just do material here. Yeah. But, like, working out a new joke uh, or working out, like, a lot of new jokes at once never feels good. You know, unless, and, like, I, I it feels a lot better for me, like, to slip a new joke in a show. Yeah. And then just test it out that way. But if I go up with like three new jokes, there's no way all three of them are going to hit, right? Of course, so it's yeah. Just like half of the set. But be is honest, bad. though, when that new joke hits, oh, it's like it's like sweet heroin. Yeah, you're walking <laughs> around like I'm a fucking god at this. <laughs> I look at people. If I have a joke that kills as new, I'm like, I, I, for that day alone, I'm like, you, we couldn't be in the same room. I'm yeah. like, I cracked the code to comedy. And then I'll go to a showcase, and then that joke bombs for some reason. I'm like, I know nothing. What happened? That's the weirdest thing. That happens a lot when we do McCrackens. I'll have like some that crushes, and then you go to a real show, and you're like, what? What yeah. were they laughing at to begin with? Open open mics are very like preliminary. Yeah. And uh, sometimes they're just the right kind of degenerate for that joke, and they're going to give you a false reading. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, look, we were talking about last night, like, possibly going to a late-night mic after our shows at Laughing Skull, and I was like, why would I why would I want to, like, drown this good feeling that I have? You know, like, we just had two good... We both, shows. we both had two good sets. 
Like, let's just enjoy that. Let, let, let's carry that through until, you know. Was that a comedy clubhouse? Uh, no, we were. Uh, Edgewood. Oh, uh, dynamic Colorado. Yeah, yeah, and it was, and 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 not, nothing bad against the mic, you know. Not at all. No, like uh, most people understand that sentiment. Yeah. Did we like, mess up though, networking wise? Like looking back, if there was a different timeline, we we're like, hey, let's go. Yeah, a lot of open micers don't know your names now. <laughs> yeah, at this you, time, you, you no. boys are going to be on the the indie showcase circuit. <laughs> yeah. You won't be doing the hot pepper show. But uh, then you never know because, like, okay, there's let's say there's a bunch of open micers that are two years in, right? And then that that person becomes I know, but the two next years director. In, you guys are going to be you're doing a fucking summer camp comedy fest. <laughs> okay, what do you think your two year trajectory All right. is? All right, well, you, you boys need some self confidence. You're going to be fine. You don't need the guy at Dynamic El Dorado that just started <laughs> and is going to go tell an ass eating joke to know you right now. I just I, I get part of me just likes the idea of like going to other places and Atlanta is the one that we've most recently put the most time into. But like going in and like I feel. I, one, I love the city. I love the comedy scene here. I feel like we've always had a good experience and it's always kind of built on the next thing. But I wanted to do the same thing you were talking about. Like, now I want to go and do that in Denver. Now I want to go do that in, like... Yeah. Because, like... Well, it's we, tough. You plant seeds in these places. Yeah. So a lot of times a first visit is yeah. not great. Yeah. Not great. But well, you always have to third. prove yourself. I mean, it's kind of like a thing of, like, how many times have you walked into a green room and people kind of look at you sideways until they see you perform. Yep. And like, oh, he knows yep. what he's doing. You yeah. know? And yeah. then it's like they treat you completely different. Uh, I always feel that way, too. Like, around kind of some, like, even if I like go to see like that perform somewhere and sometimes there's like another traveling comic going, oh, I wish they knew I was a comic. At least they knew I was funny. <laughs> I could tell jokes too. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I get that feeling. Because you, you know, like when you walk off stage after you had a hot set and you're like, everybody knows, everyone knows what I just did up there. Yeah. And then like when you watch when your friends do that and then you don't get that, it's just like, I, I can do that too. I, can, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want everyone to know I can do that too. I have the same skill set. That's I promise. <laughs> Actually, I wrote that tag for him. <laughs> People like my jokes too, not just him. He's not always the funny one. People like both of our jokes it's, the same. It's tough. Yeah. Because when you're starting, I don't know. I mean, especially the early stages, you're you're always like it's always a road game mm-hmm. like you're every new city you go to it's a road game it takes forever before it like starts turning to something comfortable where you're like okay yeah okay they know me here at skull i can fuck yeah. around yeah that's yeah. what happened a little bit this time i'm not like trying to put my own foot in my mouth but like i was like oh like i'm like nervous not nervous to go up i'm talking to people and they're like oh like yeah they know who you are like you did good last time i'm like oh like that feels good that like a performance preceded you because like I'm like looking at strangers right now I don't know who remembers or not I always want to feel at the baseline like I'm supposed to be there you know like Mm. like because I remember the first time we walked in (laughs) this but we we just walked in we just walked into the green room and I was and I okay well and I I told (laughs) that I was like I'm not I don't have walk in someplace I don't belong energy but I will follow you in if you go in. Like if if I will I will go in your wake, but I will not just. And so he just walks up to the door guy. I have no idea what he says. And then he's like, "Come on!" And then like, we just walk back in the green room. And then we're just standing there around comics. And like after a while, people are like, "So you guys on the show tonight?" We're like, "No, no, no." And like that just without skipping a beat. He's like, "No, no, no. We're 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 gonna be performing here in July. We just wanted to come check it out." And I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Blah blah. So the whole night, I'm like. Man, it's so cool. We're going to perform here in July. And then after he goes, no, man, I just made that shit up. Oh, no, that was a great yeah. recovery. That's a good move. That's an excellent recovery. 
I actually thought we were performing in July. <laughs> That's and even we did. better. He's and manifesting. You need to just start lying to him we about did. that shit more. Is there something that's called liafesting? Is that is that <laughs> a liafesting? Li- yes. Yeah. Like Dyke will do this thing where he'll complain about something yeah. and then it comes true. Mm-hmm. Like he'll be like, "Man, I really want this booking at this one spot," and then like the phone will ring. I'm like, "Hey, I just got booked at that spot." I'm like that's a complain fest. No, yeah. it's usually <laughs> shittier than that. It's like I can't believe this person doesn't think I'm good enough to book me at their club. Oh my god. Well, Blah, blah. And then and then I get a book and I'm like, oh man, did my bitching just make that happen? Oh man, you can't. Club <laughs> owners can't rattle you. Club owners are crazy. Almost every club owner I've met is a fucking insane person. I feel like yeah, any especially any independent like owned club, you know, where there's no oh, yeah, yeah. there's no HR department. <laughs> oh yeah, there's one in Florida where the dude literally was in prison for selling cocaine. Still sells cocaine. <laughs> nice. Still sells it. That's actually how you fun get fun clubs. <laughs> you bring them cocaine. And then they're like, oh, I'll bring this guy back. <laughs> I've definitely worked for some places that I'm like, oh, I feel like this is going to be a good podcast story for like the rest of my life. You know, like, yeah. or there's a certain club uh, that people have worked at where they're just like, oh, like we all know the, we all have the same, everyone has the same story, you know, like, yeah, that's so good. Yeah. I've never been to a club that sold cocaine though. So I like like, the Florida does circuit. that mean I haven't made it? Um, I wouldn't look that far into it. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I would <laughs> Just have a good time in Atlanta. You know what I mean? Don't even, don't even rattle yourself like that. Uh, no, that's only one club ever. And I, it was just a wild experience. A very wild night just because I was like, this guy, he like uh, told me that he, he murdered someone as well. And I was like, I don't, Wait. I feel like you shouldn't be telling me these things. <laughs> time out. Is this the place where like the guy, when he pulls out the money, he puts the gun on the table. If, Am I in the city? It that feels like that. It? it feels like. Oh, here. Yeah. No. Okay. No. Uh, I know you have to get going to a comedy show you're hosting tonight. But before we go, um, what was what was the name of the pizza place that we got the pizza from? Uh, Marietta Pizza Company. Marietta Pizza Company. So we're technically in a like a suburb of Atlanta right now. Yes. And the, the uh, greatest suburb of the Atlanta metro area. The best suburb of Atlanta. And uh, shout out to I the. To the Marietta, Ma- well, not this neighborhood. <laughs> Shout out to the Marietta Pizza Company, though. We had a beautiful. I ordered a pepperoni, but they gave us a cheese, and it, it was great. It was still great. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had some wonderful cheese sticks. Uh, we're gonna post pictures of it this week. And this, like, and I, I feel like we catfished him with <laughs> yeah, food. Like, yeah. like, yeah, hell yeah, I'll be with harder brunch. He saw yeah. that donut tower that Liam did. Oh, I saw the like, oh, food, man. and then I was like, oh, cheese pizza. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> It's like a fifth grade. We all did well in the test in fifth grade. <laughs> Celebrating. So next time uh, you're up in Indy, definitely have to come by and get the real experience. Uh, before we let you go, uh, where can people find you and follow you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at ty.colgate. You can find me on pretty much everything. Just type in Ty Colgate. There's not enough of them. Trent? Uh, I'm also, yeah, Instagram, Trent Ludzak. I thought you'd be like, I'm also Ty Colgate. I'm also <laughs> Ty, Ty Colgate. One. If you want to find me, look up Ty Colgate. Yeah. Daddy is Jake. At Twitter and Instagram, it's all at Thad McKee or Threads. I called at Threads. Oh, yeah. Uh, threads is all Thad McKee. Um, I'm also starting in this new empire. It's called Social Media Purge. Um, <laughs> it will be coming uh, very soon this August. Uh, also, if you guys want to come and join us at our adult summer camp, Check out the Harder Branch Adult Summer Camp at eventbrite.com. We also have an amazing Patreon with an expansive Patreon library. Patreon.com uh, Patreon. backslash Harder Brunch. 
Um, only $3 and you get access to our entire library, all of our past shows, and all of our fun stuff. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.